Hi, thanks for listening to your greatest work podcast. I'm your host, Manya Horner, and today's episode is a slightly different focus than we normally have. I'm bringing you a very practical audio from a live stream that I just did. This is part of a mini series helping you prepare for a brand new course or a brand new learning offer. I'm taking you behind the scenes into how I think about preparing for a course. We're talking about launches, we're talking about thought leadership, sales, validating your offer, the difference between learners and buyers, and much more. I hope you enjoy this episode. Please share it. And if you don't mind going and leaving me a review, that would be really helpful as we are growing our audience. Oh, and before I forget, the video version of these are on my YouTube channel. And if you'd like to download the workbook that comes with each of these episodes, please go to www.boostld.com forward slash livestream underscore worksheet. You'll also find this link in the show notes. Okay, great. Tuck in because we've got a short episode here with really practical tips that you will want to consider if you are thinking about doing a course launch yourself. Hello, welcome to the second part in this series where I'm taking you behind the scenes at the very, very start of a brand new course journey. And I'm going to teach you how I plan to validate a brand new learning offer. In the last episode, I talked about how to shift from overwhelm at the thought of creating an online course. And I taught you how to approach the very start of a new project when all you have is an idea. And this is how you set your entire project up for success in that very first brainstorming exercise. Well, today in this episode, as I mentioned, I'm teaching you how to validate an idea that you have before you dive into creating something brand new. Now, this is a special podcast episode, and I do have a free download where you can um, grab the worksheet that I've prepared to accompany this conversation. If you want to be able to watch this visually, then jump on over to my YouTube channel and watch the episode um, that's a replay of my live stream. You can catch all nine live streams on LinkedIn, one o'clock Eastern Standard Time until the end of March 2020. And I want to let you know that I'm also doing a very affordable training on March 31st. And this is all about passive income, how to growth hack your way to business success. And I'm showing you the potential that a four module course can have for your business. It can bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars based off of a four module course. That is not a gimmick. That is a reality. And I can't wait to show you the business models and the approach that you can take. So you're not burning out, but you can actually generate fantastic revenue for your business in a passive way. Okay, so let's dive into the topic today. Do not make this mistake, my friend. My first big course flopped. This wasn't the first course I ever made. No, this was the first course that I made on my own under my own brand. And the reason why it flopped was because I did not validate the concept from a sales perspective. And to be honest, my market wasn't ready for the course that I had made. Not in general. There was a huge potential in the market. I was right about that. The problem was I hadn't generated an audience size that could support the sales of that particular course. 
I hadn't done my research on what were entrepreneurs, which was my target market. What were they willing to pay? I hadn't done the time to create an online presence and develop the credibility within the entrepreneur crowd. I had come fresh out of corporate, fresh out of freelance, where all of my work was word of mouth and referral. And to be honest, I hadn't ever spent time cultivating an online presence for myself. So you can avoid this mistake in a few simple ways. Now, I want you to envision right now, what would life look like if you already had a course created? You need to cling on to this why, because it doesn't have to be an intimidating process to create and launch a course. It can be a fantastic way to get your expertise into the hands of many more people without sacrificing your time and schedule. But it does take effort. It does take time and resources. And you need to hang on to that feeling of what life would be like if you already had that course made. If you had a tangible learning product that you could sell that you could leverage and with partnerships and with licensing. It's such an exciting possibility. And I want you to put yourself in that position. What would life look like if your course was already made? After you've envisioned this and you've done the first step, why are you going to be validating? Well, the first step you need to take after you get a big idea is to check out or validate that concept with your students. In the last episode, I told you um, how you can start to plan the vision. So you plan the outcome, you plan what are the gaps and what's the transformation going to look like. And you need this information so that you can then go and shop it around. Well, the best way to do this is to have real conversations with your ideal students. In the last episode, I actually had you answer the question, who is your ideal target student? And this is because you want to start writing down some real names of people, start collecting and planning where your audience is, how do you know them, how are you connected with them, and that's the exercise we're going to do in the worksheet right now. So the first thing is, who is your ideal student for the course? Get more clear here, and don't just do something generic, but actually write down a list of 10 to 15 names of people who you know. They could be already clients, they could be um, people in your network. Could be people you think, you know, you might be best serving and you need to go out and you need to write down their names. You need to actually get in touch with these people, find out their email address, find out their phone number or go to your Facebook group or go to your LinkedIn group, wherever you have your community of people gathered and you need to put in a plan. So where is your audience currently? Write that down. Um, I've given you a list of some questions that you can ask and you need to just book a few phone calls. So you can do a Zoom call, a phone call, you could create a survey, you could create some polls in your social media, but I've given you some questions you can ask in the worksheet. Why don't you download that and then you'll have my list and you don't have to make it up on your own. But here's a couple of samples. So like, tell me about your current relationship with the topic that you're teaching on? What are your main challenges with regards to this topic? What are you struggling with? What has stopped you from making improvement in this area already? What would it look like if you could get a solution to this problem? And how much would you pay for this? Would you ever um, pay for someone to teach you this? So you're starting to do some preliminary research around what actually do they think their problem is? Have they tried solving it before? Do they know what they need or want, and are they willing to pay for it? So this will give you an idea of, 
yeah, you might be able to teach people how to, I don't know, uh, train a turtle. That was a super random example, but it was literally the first thing that came to mind. But does anybody want to know how to train a turtle? Like, it's just you need to validate this idea that you think is so brilliant and find out if people are happily answering their question on YouTube or if they do actually want a guided step-by-step. So you do need to validate and have real conversations with your ideal students. There's no short way around this. And I've seen tons of entrepreneurs never reach that goal of having a completed course because they can't get over this hump. They can't get over this hump of having conversations with people and validating. It's like they're afraid of the answer. You're afraid that if you put this idea in front of people, they're not going to be interested and then that will crush your dreams. I get it. But this is why most people's courses flop. So your main goal in these conversations is to uncover insights, fears, concerns, wants, and needs. And is your offer appealing to your audience? So a lot of this is for marketing purposes. But there's actually two prongs of research that you need to take. Marketing research and the actual learning research. So we'll, I'll teach you a little bit more about validating their needs. So after you have a conversation with these potential clients and you're asking them about what they want and what their main challenges are and why are they struggling with this? How long would they pay for this? Would they buy it? That's a good place to start. Make sure you thank people give them, you know, you want to maintain this relationship. So thank them for their time. Give them a small gift if you want. Um, you know, even a $5 gift card to Starbucks is, is lovely. People always enjoy the token of appreciation because you want to come back to them later on and you want to do some more in-depth research around their learning needs. So what are the skills that they've got that they're missing? What's their mindset or their attitude around this topic? Um, what do they know already? What don't they know? You're, you're going to want to start to do some more research to validate the knowledge and learning gaps. But that's down the road. So right now you're just checking out to see if anyone's interested. You can even do a little free webinar at this point if you want. Invite people, check it out, see if you can get people on a wait list, see if you can get people actually signing up to buy your training if you feel like you're at that stage already. But it's really just make a plan to talk to at least, you know, 15 people, 20 people. You, you, you just need to go do the thing now. You need to go and understand your students, your potential clients, end your call by thanking them, ask if you can follow up with more research down the road, and just go and do it. Don't let this be the thing that holds you back from that dream of moving forward and creating something fantastic. Now, this can be a big journey and you might want some assistance along the way. So please do reach out. We've got lots of ways to work together. You can keep moving forward on your own. Um, You could run the risk of being in the same place next year with no course, wasted time, money, a lot of stress and like, you know, disappointment. So don't worry if you can't do this on your own. Don't be offended. Feel free to reach out. We'd love to have a chat. You can always book a discovery call with myself or my team in the show notes. And if you love this series, join every Monday live on LinkedIn at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
I am walking through these worksheets, which you can download. The link is here right in the show notes. And I would want to encourage you and leave you with, you can do this. I'm not special. Those of us in instructional design aren't special. We just have a lot of experience doing this and we have well-proven processes. So um, yeah, let's do this. Let's build this four-module course together. And um, I'm going to be training you on the potential for this in March at the end. So lots of Thank ways to stay connected. Please share. And feel free to drop me a note. Apple I love to hear from my audience. And better yet, connect on social media. It can feel really isolating talking into this mic. It's tough for an extrovert like me. So please send me a message and let me know what you think of the show. I welcome feedback and ideas because I too am always learning from you. Thank you.